Good afternoon and welcome to our division-wide professional learning this week, August 26th through Wednesday, August 28th. Classroom teachers, instructional assistants, academic coaches, principals, assistant principals, and ICCs, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we will be at Huguenot High School beginning at 745. Casual dress is the dress for the week. If you have your school or college spirit attire, please wear those items, as well as bring your laptop fully charged. Exceptional education teachers, you too will be at Huguenot High School on Monday as well as Tuesday. Instructional assistants, that means as well, you play an important part and you too will be at Huguenot High School as well. All of our SysOps and front office staff, you all will kick off tomorrow at Martin Luther King, and this will begin at 8 o'clock as it relates to check-in. We will also this week have our opening staff back-to-school meeting, which will be August 29th at Aspire Academy from 10 to 12 in the Learning Center. So please make sure that you are on time on the 29th, which will be our opening staff as we will outline exactly um, some information that will relate to the first day of school. If you have any additional questions, please don't hesitate to give me a call as well as shoot me an email. I will be looking for each and every one of you tomorrow kicking off our week of division-wide professional learning at Huguenot High School. There will be food trucks at each location for us to enjoy lunch. Please refer to the information that was provided to you on Thursday at the East End Library if you have additional questions. afternoon Richmond Alternative School family and friends this is our new staff interview and so we are excited to highlight Miss Nettingberg and so Miss Nettingberg can you tell us briefly a little bit about yourself as an educator um, I've been teaching for over 20 years uh, started out in the public schools ended up um, for my last 12 so years I've been in teaching in the Virginia Department of Correction as a GED instructor. Decided to come back to public in 2019 and I came back to Richmond under um, real school. So that was my first come back to public. <laughs> Great, thank you. And what made you get into education? Well, um, education was not my first love. I was originally in nursing and due to a child who had to have emergency, emergency surgery, I left um my nursing career to take care of my daughter and then i just well i'm just be honest i prayed and i said where should i be where do i go and i dreamed i was in a classroom teaching so i when i decided to go back to um, school i said well this is where i'm supposed to be so that's where i'm going i started taking classes um while i was taking classes in nursing school i was also in in education i was a dual enroller nursing and teaching because the classes coincide so moved on into education great wow what 
a dream that has allowed you to now fulfill uh, that era of um, accomplishments with uh, students. And so leading into our next question, what do you plan to accomplish this year with your students? Well, <laughs> um, virtual learning, I plan to hopefully help each student reach their full potential in receiving what they need to receive to excel in other areas of their lives as well and hopefully build a foundation of, of a friendship not just teacher student but teacher student friendship connection as well great thank you and do you have a favorite content that you like to teach and if so why my favorite content is life science i love life science and i guess it goes back to my medical background too so Life science is my favorite. Thank you. And I know that you're, like I said, a new staff member here with Richmond Alternative School. Uh, this uh, question is very simple. Why RAS? Why now? Um, well, I didn't know I was coming to RAS, but since um, being assigned to RAS, I have felt nothing but positivity since the first day I came on campus. And why not rats? These children need teachers who care and want them to excel. So I think I'm in the right place. Thank you. And we are eagerly uh, excited to have you a part of our 119 West Lee Street campus. And so uh, we have been in this virtual setting for quite some time. Share with us a, about what you miss about in-person learning with our students. I miss the personal contact, the physical being able to see them, being able to they do something where you can just tap them on the shoulder and say, great job, keep doing it. Um, the physicalness of it, to, to have that interaction with them. Great, thank you. And to sum it up, um, if you were a student now virtually, what would you tell yourself? You're still in school and you still got to do your work. <laughs> Sounds good. And as we wrap it up, is there any positive affirmations that you live by that you'd like to share with our current Um, I live by doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, I, I always say, I want to do more than what is expected of me and make sure I'm prepared to do what I have to do and always have a positive, um, something positive to share to anybody, whoever I meet along the way, just being able to share something positive. And we thank you, Ms. Nettingberg. Ms. Nettingberg is a, one of our new staff members that has come from Real to Raz, and we're excited to have her on campus. Thank you. afternoon we are here with uh, Mr. Mosley our Aspire Academy new teacher and we're excited to have him on board. Mr. Mosley can you tell us a little bit about yourself as an educator? Yeah thanks for having Mr. Trotter. Um, I am an educator that, uh, that loves class discussions. Um, any class where I am doing a ton of talking is probably my least favorite class as a teacher. Um, I am not the, uh, the lecturing type. Um, I, I enjoy just posing questions to students and um, hearing their responses, especially questions like, who are you? What are you interested in? What do you believe? Those, those types of questions are the ones that drive me uh, as an educator. 
Great, and those open-ended questions are so important because that does allow us to get to know our students even the more uh, coming in with this virtual setting. Can talk to us about what made you get into education. Yeah, well, uh, it's a, it's exactly that. I I had um, some professors as a senior in college, and I wasn't planning on being a teacher, but they kind of um, opened my eyes to different ways that a classroom could be set up. Um, and they kind of set it up more as a Socratic seminar with lots of questions and lots of talking and interaction. And they pushed us to, you know, delve into what we wanted to learn and what we wanted to know, um, which is now kind of what I'm, uh, I'm trying to do with, with my own students. I, I always want to be around the classroom and learning. I feel like I'm a glutton for punishment with going back to school. Um, I just enjoy, enjoy the environment. Thank you for that. And definitely working with our students from Aspire Academy um, and allowing them to build upon discussions within your content. What do you plan to accomplish academically with your students? So the thing that really drives me is that students feel comfortable expressing themselves and comfortable making mistakes. Um, I, want it, I want it to be a culture where you're allowed to get something wrong um, because that's, that's a, a lot of the way that you learn. Um, but for me, especially with the Aspire students this year, um, what, it, what that means, expressing yourself, is going to be a lot of writing, um, which is not always students' favorite thing to do. I think I'm already driving um, some students a little bit crazy with my request to write a sentence here, write a sentence there, answer this paragraph, write this essay. Um, but there's something, you know, there's something about getting your words on the page or typing out something that, you know, connects different elements of your brain um, and gets you critically thinking. So the main thing I want to achieve this year is to get students comfortable um, expressing themselves in writing. And with that, I heard you say writing a lot of, um, in our uh, past uh, question. Do you have a favorite content with English that you like to teach? If there could be one, what would that be and why? Oh man, uh, it's it's got to be fiction for me. I'm a, I'm a fiction guy. I love stories. Um, I think probably, you know, relating back to what we've already discussed, I think a lot of that has to do with my love of open-ended questions and things that don't really have a clear answer. A lot of times stories are left open to interpretation and different readers can take them in different ways. Um, so for me, it's, so it's gotta be, it's gotta be the made up stuff, the fiction stuff. Sometimes, uh, seems more real to me than, uh, than anything else. So that's, that's the stuff that I love. Thank you. Um, real simple. Why Raz? Why now? Oh man. I mean, that is, that's such a good question. Um, given the current climate of our country, um, politically and otherwise, I think now more than ever, the demographic of student that we serve here at RAS, they need more opportunity. Um, there's a lot of barriers being put up between them and success. And why RAS, why now? I think for me is because I wanna be a part of taking down those barriers and not building any more up. I mean, the policies and rhetoric continually go against our type of student, um, especially I would have to say like in the past four years, we've seen a lot of things that limit the opportunity for our, for our kids. 
Um, the odds are stacked against them a lot of times, and I want to I want to be a part of you know a program, a part of a team that is reducing those odds and helping kids to have as much opportunity as possible. Thank you for that. Um, I know that you are new to RAS and you haven't had the opportunity of um, meeting our students face to face, but I know that you are an educator from other districts. So talk to us about what you miss most importantly about in-person learning. Oh man, it's tough. Uh, it's tough being a new teacher um, in a new district when you, you, know, you don't know your fellow staff members, you don't know um, your returning students as much. So for me, it's, it's relationships. Um, there are certain things that you just can't replace when you're not in person. I mean, it's the same reason that um, family gatherings are not the same over Zoom as they are in person. There's just this intangible thing. Communication is not as easy. Um, so for me, yeah, it's, it's the relationships and not just with the students, but also with uh, fellow staff members. Yep. And our last question is, what would you tell yourself if you were a virtual student uh, in this pandemic uh, trying to learn in front of a computer? <laughs> um, I think that uh, I would tell myself the same thing that I'm already telling myself, which is put, put down the phone um disconnect for a little while like this is me preaching to myself as much as uh preaching to the students um it's just so easy to have 10 things going on at once and you're not fully devoting yourself to any one thing and i find myself you know looking at a text message that comes through when i'm teaching and i have to be like no this is 100 percent fully focused on the task at hand. And I think if I were a student, that's what I would tell myself. You might think that you can watch TV and do edgenuity at the same time, but really you're you're only given half to the TV and half to edgenuity. So if you focus 100% on that one thing at a time, I think uh, the difference is pretty clear and pretty stark there. But again, I have to remind myself of that as much as anybody else. <laughs> Well, thank you, Mr. Mosley. Again, we are excited to have you a part of the 119 West Lee Street campus and look forward to exciting days when we can get back into the building. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Good afternoon, Richmond Alternative School family and friends. This is our new staff interview, and so we are excited to highlight Miss Nettingberg. And so, Miss Nettingberg, can you tell us briefly a little bit about yourself as an educator? Um, I've been teaching for over 20 years. Uh, started out in the public schools, ended up um, for my last 12 so years, I've been in teaching in the Virginia Department of Correction as a GED instructor. Decided to come back to public in 2019 and I came back to Richmond under um, real school. So that was my first come back to public. <laughs> Great, thank you. And what made you get into education? Well, um, education was not my first love. I was originally in nursing and due to a child who had to have emergency, emergency surgery, I left um my nursing career to take care of my daughter and then i just well i'm just be honest i prayed and i said where should i be where do i go and i dreamed i was in a classroom teaching 
So I, when I decide to go back to um, school, I said, well, this is where I'm supposed to be. That's where I'm going. I started taking classes. Um, while I was taking classes in nursing school, I was also in, in education. I was a dual enroller, nursing and teaching, because the classes coincide. So moved on into education. Great. Wow. What a dream that has allowed you to now fulfill uh, that era of um, accomplishments with uh, students. And so leading into our next question, what do you plan to accomplish this year with your students? Well, <laughs> um, virtual learning. I plan to hopefully help each student reach their full potential in receiving what they need to receive to excel in other areas of their lives as well and hopefully build a foundation of, of a friendship, not just teacher-student, but teacher-student friendship connection as well. Great, thank you. And do you have a favorite content that you like to teach? And if so, why? My favorite content is life science. I love life science, and I guess it goes back to my medical background too. So life science is my favorite. Thank you. And I know that you're, like I said, a new staff member here with Richmond Alternative School. Uh, this uh, question is very simple. Why RAS? Why now? Um, well, I didn't know I was coming to RAS, but since um, being assigned to RAS, I have felt nothing but positivity since the first day I came on campus. And why not RAS? These children need teachers who care and want them to excel. So I think I'm in the right place. Thank you. And we are eagerly uh, excited to have you a part of our 119 West Lee Street campus. And so uh, we have been in this virtual setting for quite some time. Share with us a, about what you miss about in-person learning with our students. I miss the personal contact, the physical being able to see them, being able to they do something where you can just tap them on the shoulder and say, great job, keep doing it. Um, the physicalness of it, to, to have that interaction with them. Great, thank you. And to sum it up, um, if you were a student now virtually, what would you tell yourself? You're still in school and you still got to do your work. <laughs> Sounds good. And as we wrap it up, is there any positive affirmations that you live by that you'd like to share with our current Um, I live by doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, I, I always say, I want to do more than what is expected of me and make sure I'm prepared to do what I have to do and always have a positive, um, something positive to share to anybody, whoever I meet along the way, just being able to share something positive. And we thank you, Ms. Nettingberg. Ms. Nettingberg is a, one of our new staff members that has come from Real to Raz, and we're excited to have her on campus. Thank you. afternoon we are here with uh, Mr. Mosley our Aspire Academy new teacher and we're excited to have him on board. Mr. Mosley can you tell us a little bit about yourself as an educator? Yeah thanks for having Mr. Trotter. Um, I am an educator that uh, that loves class discussions. Um, any class where I am doing a ton of talking is probably my least favorite class as a teacher. 
Um, I am not the, uh, the lecturing type. Um, I, I enjoy just posing questions to students and um, hearing their responses, especially questions like, who are you? What are you interested in? What do you believe? Those, those types of questions are the ones that drive me uh, as an educator. Great. And those open-ended questions are so important because that does allow us to get to know our students even the more uh, coming in with this virtual setting. Talk to us about what made you get into education. Yeah, well, uh, it's, it's exactly that. I, I had um, some professors as a senior in college, and I wasn't planning on being a teacher, but they kind of um, opened my eyes to different ways that a classroom could be set up. Um, and they kind of set it up more as a Socratic seminar with lots of questions and lots of talking and interaction. And they pushed us to, you know, delve into what we wanted to learn and what we wanted to know, um, which is now kind of what I'm, uh, I'm trying to do with, with my own students. I, I always want to be around the classroom and learning. I feel like I'm a glutton for punishment with going back to school um, I just enjoy, enjoy the environment. Thank you for that. And definitely working with our students from Aspire Academy um, and allowing them to build upon discussions within your content. What do you plan to accomplish academically with your students? So the thing that really drives me is that students feel comfortable expressing themselves and comfortable making mistakes. Um, I, want it, I want it to be a culture where you're allowed to get something wrong um, because that's, that's a, a lot of the way that you learn. Um, but for me, especially with the Aspire students this year, um, what, it, what that means, expressing yourself, is going to be a lot of writing, um, which is not always students' favorite thing to do. I think I'm already driving um, some students a little bit crazy with my request to write a sentence here, write a sentence there, answer this paragraph, write this essay. Um, but there's something, you know, there's something about getting your words on the page or typing out something that, you know, connects different elements of your brain um, and gets you critically thinking. So the main thing I want to achieve this year is to get students comfortable um, expressing themselves in writing. And with that, I heard you say writing a lot of, um, in our uh, past uh, question. Do you have a favorite content with English that you like to teach? If there could be one, what would that be and why? Oh man, uh, it's it's got to be fiction for me. I'm a I'm a fiction guy. I love stories. Um, I think probably you know relating back to what we've already discussed. I think a lot of that has to do with my love of open-ended questions and things that don't really have a clear answer. A lot of times stories are left open to interpretation and different readers can take them in different ways. Um, so for me, it's, so it's, gotta be, it's gotta be the made up stuff, the fiction stuff. Sometimes uh, seems more real to me than, uh, than anything else. So that's, that's the stuff that I love. Thank you. Um, real simple, why Raz, why now? Oh man, I mean, that is, that's such a good question. Um, given the current climate of our country, um, politically and otherwise, I think now more than ever, the demographic of student that we serve here at RAS, they need more opportunity. Um, there's a lot of barriers being put up between them and success. And 
why Raz, why now? I think for me is because I want to be a part of taking down those barriers and not building anymore up. I mean, the policies and rhetoric continually go against our type of student, um, especially I would have to say like in the past four years, we've seen a lot of things that limit the opportunity for our, for our kids. Um, the odds are stacked against them a lot of times and I want to I want to be a part of you know a program a part of a team that is reducing those odds and helping kids to have as much opportunity as possible thank you for that um, I know that you are new to Raz and you haven't had the opportunity of um, meeting our students face to face but I know that you are an educator from other districts so talk to us about what you miss most importantly about in-person learning Oh man, it's tough. Uh, it's tough being a new teacher um, in a new district when you you know you don't know your fellow staff members, you don't know um, your returning students as much. So for me, it's it's relationships. Um, there are certain things that you just can't replace when you're not in person. I mean, it's the same reason that um, family gatherings are not the same over Zoom as they are in person. There's just this intangible thing. Communication is not as easy. Um, so for me, yeah, it's, it's the relationships and not just with the students, but also with uh, fellow staff members. Yep. And our last question is, what would you tell yourself if you were a virtual student uh, in this pandemic uh, trying to learn in front of a computer? <laughs> um, I think that uh, I would tell myself the same thing that I'm already telling myself, which is put, put down the phone um disconnect for a little while like this is me preaching to myself as much as uh preaching to the students um it's just so easy to have 10 things going on at once and you're not fully devoting yourself to any one thing and i find myself you know looking at a text message that comes through when i'm teaching and i have to be like no this is 100 percent fully focused on the task at hand. And I think if I were a student, that's what I would tell myself. You might think that you can watch TV and do edgenuity at the same time, but really you're you're only given half to the TV and half to edgenuity. So if you focus 100% on that one thing at a time, I think uh, the difference is pretty clear and pretty stark there. But again, I have to remind myself of that as much as anybody else. <laughs> Well, thank you, Mr. Mosley. Again, we are excited to have you a part of the 119 West Lee Street campus and look forward to exciting days when we can get back into the building. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.